Welcome to the second of our podcasts on how to move your board from being operational to being strategic. I'm Steve Bowman. I look forward to chatting to you with the next four minutes or so. The element that I wanted to um, mention today is the issue of the role of the strategic plan in assisting the board to actually be more strategic. Now, I would see three or four strategic plans a week, and I've got to say most of them are absolutely useless because they tend to be wish lists. They're wish lists because they typically have no timelines associated with them, when they should start, when they should finish for each of the elements. And most importantly, they don't have success measures. How do we know we've actually done a good job? What would that look like? How would we measure it? And what level would we be happy with? One of the other major issues that I find with strategic planning is that either it's only the board involved in developing the strategic plan, sometimes it's only staff involved in developing a strategic plan, and sometimes it's just the board and the staff. Now we know through some research that um, it's shown that the worst possible planning team for a strategic plan is by and large the board because they tend to think in similar ways. Although they're different people, different views, they still tend to think in similar ways. The very best strategic planning team that you can put together is made up of people with different points of view about what the organisation is facing and what's happening out in the environment. So the notion of a strategic plan really then revolves around its function. And the definition I like most about a strategic plan is one that says that the strategic plan is the top five or six things that the board have agreed have to occur in the next two or three years. So let's look at it. The top five or six things. It's not a dozen. It's four, five, six, something like that. The top five or six things, we'll call them strategies, the top five or six things that the board have agreed, because it's the board's document and they're the ones ultimately responsible, top five or six things that the board have agreed have to occur in the next two or three years. Now, most strat plans these days don't go out much further than three years and ideally they're reviewed on a regular basis, ideally at every board meeting as part of the agenda. Which leads me to the next notion. If the strategic plan is the top five or six things that the board have agreed need to occur in the next two to three years, what should be the main reason for the board to meet? It just follows that the board should be meeting to review and make decisions and allocate resources against those top five or six things. What do we find happening in most board meetings? Well, they meet because they meet and they talk about similar things they've always talked about often reports from staff about how busy a particular project has been, but without any direct reference back to the key strategies. So what would it look like if the board meeting, and in particular the board agenda, actually reflected the key strategies in the strategic plan? And truly, the main reason for the board to meet is to review and make decisions regarding the strategies and the implementation of those strategies and the reason for them to spend their time as board members is to ask the questions. What are the risks? What are the strategic opportunities? Has anything further changed? How are we going to allocate resources? What else is possible here? Those types of questions are the key elements to why the board should be meeting. So one of the great gifts that you can give your organisation is to, first of all, have a strategic plan that truly reflects timelines and also success measures that is then embedded into the work of the board through the agenda for the board. It makes sense that the 
CEO is reporting against the strategic plan, not about how busy they've been, but what they've actually achieved against what they said they should achieve. It also makes sense that staff meetings are reflected around the key elements of the strategic plan. Performance management system is reflected in the strategic plan. The, str the key strategies are reflected in the performance management system. And even more importantly, that when you come to look at writing your annual report, please don't fall into the trap that I see about nine-tenths of annual reports fall into, which is, gee, look how busy we've been. Annual reports are primarily and should be primarily an accountability document. And true accountability comes when you say, hey, this is what we said we would do and this is what we've actually done. Which, funnily enough, is what a strategic plan is all about. So what would it look like if your annual report actually reflected achievement against your strategic plan? So there's something to consider and think about. Hope that's been of some interest to you. If you want to know more information, go onto our website, lifemastery.com.au, or send me an email. I'd be happy to correspond. Bye for now, and look forward to chatting to you in the next podcast.